Welcome back to the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. For those of you that may be listening for the first time, our podcast is an offshoot from our main platform, YouTube. Our channel is called Coffee and Bible Time, where our goal is to help people delight in God's word. We also have a website and storefront with Bible studies, prayer journals, and more. I'm Mentor Mama, and today we are going to be talking about Psalm 23 and what it meant to the original audience and how it applies to us today. And I'm so excited because I had the opportunity to dig deeper into Psalm 23 and really go back to the original intended audience. And oh my goodness, once you have that expanded knowledge, Psalm 23 becomes so rich and so comforting. So in just one moment, after a word from our sponsor, we'll dig in. We still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees. So this isn't like some rando on the internet. And my mom kind of has a personal testimony to it. Yes. So I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling. And what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor in specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could go through and kind of pick the one I wanted. And then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling, that I actually could just do it online. And you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you. And so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you, when you need it, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it, but let's just get on to the podcast. Oh, well, one other thing, too, is that you have the option of with your counselor that they are Christian counselors. And so if you want, they will actually pray for you, which I thought was so cool. At the end of each of my counseling, she prayed for me and my issues. Oh, wow. Thanks for that. All right. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit of background on the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. And I know for so many people know this psalm and recognize it. Many of you have it memorized, but do you really, really know what it means and how to apply it to your life? So I'm going to share with you a little bit of background. And this comes from primarily a book by Robert J. Morgan called 100 Bible Verses Everyone Should Know by Heart. So interestingly enough, I absolutely love this book, and it is linked on our Coffee and Bible Time Amazon shop. 
But this book is amazing because not only does he advise great scriptures to memorize, but he also gives the background in understanding why you should memorize this and for what purpose and how it can be helpful. So I want to just dig right into Psalm 23. And, you know, because of our eternal hope, we can rejoice always. And for 3000 years, the 23rd Psalm has been a source of strength and comfort for so many people. As a boy shepherd, David saw that his relationship with his flock was like the Lord's relationship with him. Just as sheep need their shepherd, so David also realized that he was utterly dependent on God to care for him. Sheep are unlike actually many animals. They can't make it on their own. They can't track down food or fend off predators by easily running, digging holes, or climbing trees. They need a shepherd to care for them, just as we do. Verse 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You will note that this verse doesn't say the Lord is a shepherd or the Lord is the shepherd. It says the Lord is my shepherd. And if he is my shepherd, I shall not want or lack. What are some examples of things that we have because Jesus is our shepherd. Well, we're going to look at all of these in a little bit more detail, but at a very high level, we can have peace, for he gives us green pastures and still waters. We can have hope and encouragement, because he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. We can have deliverance in tough times, He's with me even in the valley of the shadows of death. He gives us protection for his rod and his stamp comfort me. And he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. He also gives us help and healing. He anoints my head with oil. He gives us endless blessings for my cup overflows and goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And finally, he gives us eternal life in heaven. For I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, really helps set the stage for all of the things that are going to be coming down the line in the remaining verses for what we shall not lack of. Moving on then to verse two, verse two says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Did you know sheep eat standing up and then they find a shady spot to lie down and chew their cud? So when David said, he makes me to lie down in green pastures, he meant I'm well satisfied. I've got plenty to eat. My needs have been met. And now I'm going to settle down in contentment. So what about the still waters? 
well, actually sheep are frightened by rushing streams because they have these heavy woolen coats that can become waterlogged and actually result in drowning. But when the waters are stilled, they come and drink. And likewise, our job is to graze in the sweet pastures of God's word and to drink from the still waters of the spirit. During some seasons of the year, sheep drink little or nothing. They can actually go a long time without drinking water because of the heavy dews. So when the grass is sopping wet, the sheep are not only taking in their needed nutrition with the grass, but also moisture. So we have this wonderful picture of the spirit drenched scriptures. Similarly, when we take time in the early morning to graze in the sweet pastures of the word of God, we can drink in the watery dew of the Holy Spirit. So how are you doing taking time to read God's word? If you're struggling at all in this area, I want to encourage you to check out one of our most recent videos at the Coffee and Bible Time YouTube channel, where Ashley and Taylor filmed one of their professors, Dr. Sauer, and he gives an, an amazing and encouraging message on how God can transform your life through your morning quiet times, or QTs that he calls them. So, hey, check that out. It's so encouraging. Moving on to verse three, then verse three says, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Many biblical heroes of the Old Testament were shepherds like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Moses, and of course, King David, who wrote this psalm. And in the New Testament, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. It seems like leading sheep was good preparation for leading people. And did you know that one of the most important things in shepherding was leading the flock to the right place by the right route? He had to make sure they were not overgrazing an area or leading their flocks into dead end canyons. So the shepherd would go before the flock, check out the pathway, locate available grazing lands, and then lead his flock to safety. Well, this is analogous to God's guidance. He restores our souls giving us what we need, and he leads us in the right paths, giving us directions he wants us to take. So my question for you is, how are you doing at seeking God's guidance through prayer and patiently waiting? I know for me, prayer can oftentimes be a little bit of struggle of like making time for it. I'm so grateful that we have our prayer journals that you can check out on the Coffee and Bible Time website. And this has been just instrumental in my life for 
being able to write down my prayers and then going back and seeing God's faithfulness over the years and how he actually has directed my path in so many ways. So I encourage you, if you're not taking time for prayer and asking God to lead you and guide you in any question, whether it's big or small, start today. Verse four. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, the key to understanding Psalm 23 is recognizing that it's geographically progressive. And what I mean by that is if you think of it in terms of the flock of sheep, they were on the move. And they began in the lowlands where spring pastures were available. And then as the summer progressed, the flocks migrated northward, eventually arriving in the tablelands, which refers to this next verse, you prepare a table before me. This trekking inevitably led through valleys and canyons. So verse four begins with the words, yea, though, or even though, which links it to the previous verse. God leads us in the right path, even when our circumstances appear dark and difficult. Sometimes our route threads through dark valleys as we face stress and strain, grief and sadness. And during such times, we are to fear no evil because you, God, are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The shepherd's presence was the greatest comfort for the sheep. And the shepherd used his rod, which is actually a club that they used against predators for protection. And the staff was helpful in snagging sheep that had strayed too near drop-off edges. So with this verse, we are actually halfway through Psalm 23, and you're going to note a subtle pronoun shift occurs in this verse. Up until now, it's been the Lord. He makes me. He leads me. He restores me. Now, in the valley, it becomes you. You are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. So, at this point, the 23rd Psalm becomes a prayer. Verse 5 says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. We've reached now the high plateaus and tablelands where the shepherd's muscles are put to the test. There are rocks to relocate, briars to clear, pastures to cultivate, water to be channeled, and mountain lions to be driven away. Likewise, our shepherd provides for us when we encounter human enemies our selfish nature, or satanic spiritual forces. Our shepherd delivers us from all foes. 
Jesus said in John chapter 10, verses 27 and 28, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish ever. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Well, oil was used to soothe and help heal sheep wounds. Likewise, the Lord anoints us with oil of the Holy Spirit, which soothes our hurts. And as he tends to our needs, we can say our cups run over. Like the shepherd who has gone to great lengths to find water for his sheep, so Jesus also overflows blessings in our lives. One of the most amazing exercises that I ever did in my mom's group of Bible studies over many years ago was to chart out a timeline from the time I was born until the current day and to plot along there all of the different blessings that God had given me throughout my life. And after I had written these down, I was so overwhelmed with how God blessed me in so many ways, even when I was not following him diligently, especially in my younger days. So I encourage you, this would be another thing that you can do to actually see how your life is overflowing with blessings. Well, our last verse, six, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This final verse has two simple points. If the Lord is our shepherd, we have goodness and mercy behind us and our father's house before us. Goodness means prosperity, happiness, and blessings. It implies that we have a good God who does only good things and who gives only good gifts to those who know him. And the word mercy here is from the Old Testament word for the steadfast love of God, whose nature it is to be forgiving and benevolent. He surrounds our lives with acts of kindness we don't deserve, all because of his loyal and royal love for us. You are a daughter of the king, my friend, and don't forget that. The verb shall follow is used by David, meaning to chase. It's as if David was saying that these two qualities goodness and mercy are like God's sheepdogs. In shepherding lands, you'll see a shepherd going in front of the flock followed by the sheep. And then bringing up the rear and running along the sides are the sheepdogs that help with the herding. Goodness and mercy are God's border collies, chasing us, following us, guiding us surrounding us on every side, all the days of our lives. And finally, we will live with him forever in his home. My friends, I hope Psalm 23 has encouraged you. 
And I want to encourage you to memorize this psalm. This is one of the very first memory verses that I can remember learning, and it has stayed with me my whole life. And I can tell you, I have used this multiple times. I used this when I was sitting by my mom's side and she had brain cancer and they had to do a biopsy, which is like drilling a quarter size hole into your skull. And I sat there beside her her bed and I said, mom, can I say Psalm 23 for you? And she was so grateful and it gave her such peace. I can tell you I've used this Psalm sitting in the dental chair because it's not my favorite place to be. And I get a little anxious. I do have a wonderful dentist though, but I'm just saying that is a Psalm that just indwells me and comforts me. And I hope that by you knowing more of this background, that when you say it, it'll become richer and more meaningful and will just shed God's love over you. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. You can learn more about us and our beautiful prayer journals that will help guide and document your prayer life at www.coffeeandbibletime.com. Thank you so much. We love you guys.